Hey, it's Graham, and it's Thursday, and that means we're offering you another positive piece of a past interview. Each week, our team digs through the archives to find our strongest feel-good stories to present to you in podcast form. This week, Mike Krzyzewski. The time during one of the first practices that LeBron turned his back on you while you were talking to him, what did you do versus what everybody thought you should have done? Well, first of all, yeah, I, I, I don't like to yell a lot, a lot. I don't yell as much as I did when I was a, a younger coach, but I, I, I never really yelled with the, with the national team. And you know, in LeBron's case, it, it, you know, LeBron and I have a great relationship. Well, how do we get that? We get that from being honest from the get-go. In, in that particular situation, it was, you know, look at me, you know, like, we need to have eye-to-eye -eye contact. You know, in, in my younger days, or if it was someone said, what the hell are you doing? You know, like, like you know, it would be a, a huge confrontation. And we tried, uh, but they're not accustomed to looking at everybody all, all the time. And so it actually became one of our standards. You know, uh, there are 14 standards that our U.S. Olympic team had. It's the way you live, the way you expect other people to live. We have no rules, but we have standards. What are the standards? Well, one of them what came from that is when we talk to each other, we look each other in the eye. Another standard is we tell each other the truth. Uh, a, a, a standard that LeBron introduced to the whole team when we met it was no excuses. You know, never make an excuse. That doesn't mean you don't figure out why you do it. A standard can be not being late never having a bad practice, having each other's back, being flexible, having a strong face all the time. Remember that you're representing something bigger than you. You know, these are all things that I didn't come up with, we all came up with. And as a result, it was ours. And that's why, you know, our group got along so well together is because it was never anybody imposing my rule on somebody. It was all of us imposing and living our standards. And, uh, you know, we get that. It, it, there's a process to get through there. You don't just say, here are the standards. You have to have situations where you, you know, you, like that situation uh, with, with LeBron, you know, was the cause of us becoming better. And uh, LeBron, LeBron's really one of our best leaders. How did he respond the first time you told him to look at you in the eyes? Yeah, I, you know, I don't remember exactly. Okay. You know, all I know is it wasn't what he normally did. In other words, we respect one another. We respect that time so that uh, if we want to grow into be something special, we need to really respect one another and we need to really respect each other's time. And all those guys get that. And, and we get it. It's it, it just that it's not done a lot. It's just not done a lot. So there has to be a period of time where we have to get enough situations that, that have occurred to where we have a chance to, to uh, form the standards necessary. What it most impresses you about LeBron? Well, LeBron, I, th I think LeBron has, one, he's an incredible athlete. But he, along with his incredible, like he's one of a kind. But along with that, he's, he's brilliant. 
He's really smart, and he has, I think, incredible leadership qualities because he, he can communicate really well. His voice is good. His presence is good. And he has a good value structure. He knows right and wrong. Syracuse University basketball coach Jim Beheim. he's also an assistant for... He's uh, my co He's a co-coach, uh, not an assistant. He's, okay. he's too good to be an assistant. A, a co-coach of Team oh. USA. I was speaking to him yesterday and he was talking about the uh, some of the criticism that Team USA received prior to the results actually coming. And some mm -hmm. of that was people, many, thinking NBA players couldn't play together on the team, would be unable to make sacrifices. You yourself have said one of the, or the hardest thing to teach is players getting them to play together. Right. How were you able to do it? Well, it's a you know, collective effort. We've created a culture, we all have, of excellence, of self-service, of wanting to represent your country and, 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 uh, and, and building our thing on standards. Like, how are we going to live together? And, you know, the guys have been accepted to that. I mean, NBA players are, those guys are good guys. They're, they're top-notch professionals. You have, to, you, have, you have to relate to them in the way that they deserve to be related to, in an honest, open, professional fashion, but where they also know that they're, you know, this is bigger than them. Every, you know, what we're doing is bigger than any one individual, and therefore every individual is really important in order for us to be as big as we need to be to represent the United States. That's it for now, but if you're hungry for more in-depth with Graham Bensinger interviews, head over to youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger. You can dive into our deep library, which includes more than 2,000 clips spanning 11 years. Hope to have you back next week for our Monday and Thursday podcast releases. Thanks again for listening.